All right, everybody. Welcome back to the I-76 podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Dave. And we're happy to have you with us. Dave, how are you today? I'm good, Spencer. How about you, man? I'm good. Um, I just saw earlier today, um, because we really, this is our big episode, guys. This is episode three and great things come in threes. And this is our Space Jam episode, which I am pumped about. We'll get more into that in a minute. But I saw today that the Cleveland Indians, because I, I, we have fucking nothing to talk about baseball today, but <laughs> the Cleveland Indians have found a name that they're going to change to. Is this official? Apparently, uh, it was reported from a writer, I believe. Okay. So they didn't say that themselves. Okay. But they decided on a name and it's going to be announced shortly. So, Dave, what do you think the Indians should call themselves? Now that they're no longer the Indians. I had two that I liked. Okay, what are they? One was obviously the Cleveland Spiders. I think that is awesome. And the other one, and I don't think you like this, but the other one I liked were uh, the Blue Sox. Ew. You didn't like that? I mean... We already have the Red Sox and White Sox. So why do we need Blue Sox? It'll be a ripoff. And I mean, it's, it's Sox. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know, there's teams that are the Bears. There are the teams that are the, I don't know, Lions, the Vikings. These are all football teams, but I don't, baseball, they have, I don't know, Tigers. I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm completely okay with having, with having one more Sox team in the league. Oh, that's so lame. No, I, I'm cool with the Spiders. Um, you know, I'm at the point where I don't really care. I just want pinstripes. Okay. I as long it. as we get pinstripes, I'm happy. I heard the Cleveland Guardians. I think that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, the worst one I heard was the Cleveland Rocks. Uh, that Yeah, that's That's, that's the worst one. That's bad. That's the worst one I heard. And it would essentially be like the Colorado Rockies, but dumber. Yeah, speaking of copying socks, that's just copying rocks. Yeah, honestly. And we had the WNBA team, the Cleveland Rockers. Like we don't, like we don't need another rock <laughs> unless we have like Dwayne Johnson on our hats and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want it, but I'm all for pinstripes. But uh, I'm cool with that I'm cool with that. Yeah, so I don't. Other than that, I don't care. Um, I just saw it was a story that came out today, and people are losing their minds. And my biggest fear is like if we're the spiders, which I'm cool with, if we're the spiders, I just don't want to be like opening day. There's a big stage in center field spotlight comes down and out comes machine gun Kelly dressed like Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's my biggest nightmare. That would be one of the most Cleveland things ever though. Yeah. I mean, it'd either be, it would either be like MGK or Tim Misney. Like that. <laughs> So yeah, that so that's where they're at right now. They don't know what it is, but give me pinstripes and I'm happy. Speaking of uh, new names, how about a new team with hockey? The uh, Seattle Kraken. Have you seen that at all? I have the Seattle Kraken expansion that started yesterday. Yeah, their jerseys are pretty dope. I won't. I have lie. not seen their jerseys. I, it's it's a pretty. It's kind of more of a modern design, but I I really like the combination of their colors and everything. It looks pretty dope. Did you see uh, Marshawn Lynch? Uh, draft a guy for them yes i did see that <laughs> oh my god he couldn't read he's like uh my boy Callie, you're going to <laughs> seattle but yeah their uh their jerseys are probably my favorite part of the team 
I haven't seen them yet. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. When are they going to bring back the Supersonics? Uh, I, I, it should happen. I, I pray that it happens, but honestly, yeah. Okay, I, I'm looking. Um, yeah, I totally think that they should bring back the Supersonics, but honestly, I think the NBA will follow the trend with just introducing new teams to Vegas. Or bring back or. the Charlotte Bobcats. Bring them back. Bring back, Bring the them back baby. Emeka Okafor, Gerald Wallace, uh, Adam <laughs> Morrison. Bring them back. But yeah, no, I'm looking at their jerseys right now, and uh, they're cool. I like them. Yeah, they're pretty tight. I don't know how I feel about the name The Kraken, or just Kraken, but... Yeah, it's one of those team names that have, like, no S at the end, so I don't know how to say, like, I'm a... Do you say you're a Kraken? Like, if you play for Miami, do you say, I'm a Heat? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, they're, like they're pretty f- cool looking. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see them hit the ice this year. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Dave, what, what do you have on our agenda today before we get to Space Jam? Um, well, first off, I would like to apologize for the entire Phoenix Suns fan base. I completely jinxed all you guys. And uh, I'm uh, I'm a little embarrassed because that was literally like my first take that I dropped on this podcast was they were going to win in four. Yeah, they did not win, Dave. It was the Milwaukee Bucks. They did not win in four. Giannis Antetokounmpo won the game for the Milwaukee Bucks with 50 points, 14 rebounds, and five blocks. It's pretty good. That was was one of the most impressive, uh, impressive like individual efforts I've seen in a championship game. That was that was pretty nuts. I mean, it's not as good as LeBron, but uh, anyway, no, I thought that it was a great game from Giannis, of course. Uh, I love that Jay Crowder, like, forgot that he wasn't on the Cavs anymore because he was not very good for the <laughs> Phoenix. But no, I'm ha- I think I'm happy the Bucks won. I wanted to see Monty, Monty Williams and uh, Chris Paul win one, but, yeah. you know, there's always next year in LA for Chris Paul. It's, uh, it's one of those things where, like, Obviously, I was rooting for the Suns, but either way, there were great stories no matter who won. Yeah. I'm like, did you see Giannis get all those chicken nuggets? Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> and yeah, the, so chi- the, chi- the, the girl who worked at Chick-fil-A had no idea what was happening to in that video. Oh, I'm sure she didn't. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I've worked horrible like food service jobs and, you know, you could be. Like Obama could walk in there and I'm just like, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to care who it is. Just, I just want to get through my shift. Yeah, he, Giannis straight up just turned the camera on, on the worker taking his order. And was just like, you're being watched by 40,000 people right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, uh, Giannis is a cool guy. I'm, I'm happy for him. And I'm really happy for Brooke O'Neill, Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Looked like Shaq out there in the playoffs this year. Yeah. He, uh, he, he clutched it out in this series. Yeah. And I guess. The formula to win an NBA championship is to get somebody from the Pelicans because AD did it last year, his first year out of New Orleans, he won, and now it's true holiday. So yeah, the Pelicans are just a farm system for other teams in the NBA, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy for the Bucks. I mean, obviously it sucks that my sons didn't pull up like pulled away, but it's cool. I, I can't stay mad about it. Giannis is honestly one of the most likable players I've ever seen in the NBA. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a toss-up between him and Boban. Right? <laughs> Boban. You know? I mean, until Giannis is a villain in a John Wick movie, <laughs> I have to give it. To, I have to give it to Boban. Yeah, but no, it was a good series. I thought 
um, first couple of games I thought were a little boring. Then it really picked up. And if I see one more person on Twitter comparing the Giannis block in like game five to or game four to LeBron's block, I'm going to scream mm-hmm. because it's not e- not even in the same ballpark. Yeah. But no, I'm I, I'm I, I'm cool that the Suns won or uh, I'm sorry that the Bucks won. And, and I know we talked about it a little bit before uh, on a prior episode, but uh, I, I'm I'm also pretty stoked with having two uh, just different teams being the finals to begin with. Yeah, um, I didn't know how to react to that. I so mean, I, I real quick, I know you're a LeBron fan like through and through, but I personally yes. think it's really good for the league. Just saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean. We have two people to thank for that, and that is Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder. True. And I'll give Harold some credit. He really saved the NBA by <laughs> not being good at basketball. But next year, Chris Paul's on the Lakers. We're gonna we I said we we <laughs> as the collective Los Angeles Lakers are gonna take it all. And speaking of we, the Cleveland Cavaliers have Alex Caruso on their radar. So watch out, Giannis, new king of the east is coming in. <laughs> You guys are looking really threatening next year. I know it's going to be like Alex Caruso, Yeti Os- or Jetty Osman. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be fun. So go Lakers. <laughs> well, what also is not fun is watching all of this U.S. basketball drama unfold. Dave, you and your transitions. <laughs> I try my best. but uh, Yeah, dude. Yeah, they are. the Our men's basketball team is uh, just, just in shambles right now. It's shit. They are shit. They, they are complete shit. They suck. They are terrible. They mm-hmm. lost to. Do you know who they lost to? Do you know who the coach of Nigeria is? Um, I don't know if we are. Shit. I saw. We already who... said this on a podcast, I think, but I'm still mad about it. It was Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah. <laughs> then they lose to. Who? They lost to somebody obscure as well. Then they oh lost my God. to Australia, I believe. Yes. Yes. That's who it was. And then and their, their Nets game against Australia got canceled for COVID, I believe. Yeah, now we're losing to ourselves. Bradley Beal's not playing. Kevin Love's not playing, so that I'm bummed about. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I love Kevin Love. I know he kind of isn't what he used to be, but, you know, if you're on that championship, if you're on that, excuse me, if you were on that championship team and your name is not Matthew Delvadova or Armand Shumpert, <laughs> I love you. So I was bummed to see Kevin. Bale, but they have uh Cavs legend JaVel McGee on the team now. How about um Devin Booker's on the roster too? He had to fly out there like the day after he lost that championship game. I think Chris Middleton like flew out in the middle of the Bucks parade or something like that. He what? Like, like the Bucks out? had their championship, like he flew to join up with the team because you know they had their championship parade today. That 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 sucks. You should be you should have an obligation or you should have a reserve where you can just party for a week after winning the championship and then get a flight out to Tokyo for the Olympics. I could be wrong about that, so don't quote me on that. But still, <laughs> if if you could win a gold medal in an NBA championship back to back, that'd be insane. Yeah. But even though who knows if they'll win a gold medal because they suck and they're a mess. Well, they start off on, I believe, Sunday. 8 a.m. They will be playing against France. Ah, the ghost of Tony Parker. We'll play France. Nets game is Iran. And after that, it is U.S. men versus to be decided. So, yeah, they'll be kicking off on Sunday. Unless we lose to France or Iran. (laughs) 
I'm looking forward to it. I, I think, I don't know. We'll do a lot of Olympic coverage here. Um, big gymnastics guys. Love us some Simone Biles. Big, uh, big track guys as well. I'm bummed that we're not going to see curling this year, Dave, because that's a winter sport, but I have you ever gone curling really quick? Do I look like, well, don't answer. <laughs> do that, I look like someone's but, gone curling? Um, the sad thing is we both do, but, uh, <laughs> Dude, I have not. I went once and I actually freaking loved it. It was sick. I loved watching curling in the Olympics. It's really fun. I mean, it, it's kind of something that just like nerdy white people do, but I mean, I guess I kind of fit that role, but yeah, Dude, it's really I bowled fun. in high school. What do you mean? Yeah. Forgot about that, but no, yeah, yeah cur- curling sick. Yeah. I watched the thing that made curling great for the Olympics. Who was the guy on our team? Do you remember the guy with the mustache? I forget his name. I know who you're talking about. Okay. I'm, you could say his name. I won't know it, but he was awesome. <laughs> the thing that made it even better was Mr. T was on Twitter like the entire Olympics just talking about how he loves curling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he made the hashtag hashtag curling is cool fool. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. T. If you want to get on the podcast, you are always more than welcome. Mr. T. My, my one complaint with the Olympics and I mean, it's, it's a stupid complaint, but just we have to deal with terrible times for watching these games and events. Yes. Like that yeah. first that first game for the men's basketball team is at eight a.m. Ugh. That's a weekend too. Yeah, that's that's rough. I, I I like my beauty sleep on Sunday mornings, and trust me, I do not want to wake up at eight a.m. to watch our men's basketball team play France. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you're a church goer, you will be able to watch the game before you go to church on Sunday. So yeah, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> all, right. all right, Dave. I think we got all the meat and potatoes out of the way. It's time for the juicy stuff. Space Jam. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. David, did you see Space Jam A New Legacy? I plan on seeing it next week. <sighs> okay. My apologies. I know you've seen it multiple times. Now. I've seen it twice. It's amazing. <laughs> Every review says it sucks. I'm going to fight all of these neckbeards on the internet <laughs> that are mad because Lola Bunny's not hot and are mad because Space Jam isn't like an A24 like masterpiece. It's Space Jam. The biggest complaint I've seen about it is, oh, well, it's a big commercial for Warner Brothers. What the fuck do you think the first Space Jam was? Like it wasn't Citizen Kane. It was a Yeah, that's a dumb argument to make. Yeah. And like it's a it's a I, I know, I know there could be great kids' movies. Pixar's proof of that, but Space Jam is Space Jam. The first Space Jam, I love it. It's not a good movie. It's the same it, thing with this one. A, it's, a, a lot of like the big thing that a lot of people on the internet have to realize too, is that it's a movie for kids. It's yeah, not it, going to appeal to your like 33 year old brain. Yeah. You see like these guys on YouTube just sitting in, you know, their basement with their pop figures. Like, you know, I thought a uh, spice jam, uh, it, it didn't have the character development I was looking for. It's like, <laughs> it's space jam. What yeah. do you expect? It's not going to be one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like (laughs) it is what it is. And there are, you could definitely have great plot lines in children's movies, but it's space jam. How weird. Now, how weird would it have been if space jam two was just like a slow burn character driven, like pull at the heartstrings, like (laughs) kind of movie. Oh yeah. It would have been, I'm, I'm just saying, even if it was a good movie, 
it would have been weird compared to the first space it, jam. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm. It'd be very weird. Yeah, like it was fun, and I saw it at the premiere in Akron at the Akron Civic Theater. And Gloria James and LeBron's daughter Zuri actually spoke before the movie. Really, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool, and you know, it was a really good event. Uh, while I was leaving, I ran into Drew Joyce, and he was LeBron's high school basketball coach. And cool. I was like, "Hey, coach, what's up?" and he gave me a head nod and I think I bothered him because he was with his family. So <laughs> sounds like they had some notable people from the Akron area there. Yeah, dude, it was great. It was a fun time. And then I saw it again with Gabrielle on Sunday and highly recommend it. It's not, you know, Ladybird or yeah, the lighthouse, but it's space jam too. And it's exactly what you should expect. And if you expect anything else, you're dumb. I do. Pl- like I said, I do plan on watching it. I think next Wednesday I'm going to see it, but um, r- real little complaint that I've seen a lot online is that LeBron's acting is not up to par. Oh God, he sucks. Really? He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, so his acting is passable. Okay. But then he gets to the voice acting part of the movie. Oh Lord. Oh my God. If you just like <laughs> watch the movie and close your eyes and just picture LeBron James in a recording studio, like say, reading off these lines, the movie becomes amazing. <laughs> like there's a part where like LeBron's cartoon character is like falling down a cliff and you just hear LeBron screaming. <laughs> but I'll tell you who the worst, maybe the worst actor of all time is Clay Thompson. Really? Is it rough? <laughs> uh, Clay has maybe three lines in the movie and he's not good. <laughs> you really just fucked it up in three lines. I mean, it was funny because it was like, even the bad things in the movie are just funny. Yeah. So it's not like, it's like the room, but better. Like, I highly recommend it. Uh, the only thing I'll give Michael over LeBron is that he's a better actor, and that's it. I respect uh, it. I respect it. Yeah. No, Michael stole LeBron's number. Uh, Michael <laughs> was too, or LeBron was too smart for college. Michael's dumbass had to go to college. <laughs> All right. All right. But yeah, Space Jam, <laughs> Space Jam 2. And Dave, uh, why don't you tell the people what today's episode's about? So today, our special for this episode is that we are going to be pitching our ideas of how Space Jam 3 should go. Everybody get it. And I got to be honest, I went harder on this than what I did on some college papers. I won't lie. 100%. 100%. Dr. Hover, I did not try in your class. <laughs> this I tried on. <laughs> um, so how should we do this? Uh, well, I'm going to start by asking you, what is the title of your Space Jam 3? <laughs> You're going to hate it. Okay. Um, Space Jam 3000. Okay. And who is the main character of your Space Jam? Giannis. Okay. What about you? Uh, my, my movie is called Space Jam 3 Jam Sesh. Okay. Okay. And who is the main person in it? Or should I wait? Charles Manson. What? <laughs> yeah, my space jam is about Charles Manson. Like, I feel like mine goes a lot more towards like the classical space jam feel, and yours is just like an acid trip. Oh no, mine is a hard R space jam, <laughs> hard rated R movie. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, well, (laughs) if you want, 
I could, no, uh, you take the floor, Dave. Tell yeah, me about uh, Space Jam 3000. We could go through my uh, rated PG version of Space Jam. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, be- before the podcast, just so you know, Dave was like, oh, man, I hope we don't have the same person about our Space Jams. And I was like, I swear to God, if we do... <laughs> This will be the last episode of our podcast. Giannis and freaking Charles Man- Manson. Well, technically, Charles Manson is the villain of mine, but a lot of the plot centers around him. Okay. Okay. I'm so the, it, there is my protagonist is yet to be revealed, but okay. You'll so, you'll like the the antagonist in mine. Okay. Yeah. The antagonist is Charles Manson, but he has the biggest part in the movie. But anyway, <laughs> here is Dave Montgomery's Space Jam 3000. Dave, take it away. I may interrupt and crit- criticize it and tear it apart. That is totally fine. Let me just fix my screen up so I can see this. Okay. Um, okay. This is my pitch for Space Jam 3000. All right. And I got to just give some uh, some some pretext. It's uh, I went really hard on the, the setting and background for about the first like 30% of what the movie would be. And after that, it's kind of crammed down a little condensed, but it's still a lot of material. So here we go. All right. The year is 2033. Giannis is 38 years old and in the closing years of a truly historic career. Is he after- still with Milwaukee at this time? Or does I, it not? It doesn't not matter. I wasn't sure what to say for that. I, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Go on. After another championship and record-breaking season, the biggest headlines in the, in, in the NBA now debate on if his next season will be his last one in the league. The constant stress and pressure from the media has resulted in Giannis becoming worn out and considering if he truly enjoys the sport anymore. He decides oh, to poor pull- guy. He decides to blow off some steam and escape the media and decides to take an off-season vacation to his home city of Athens, Greece. As Giannis enters the airport, a shadowy, a shadowy group of six figures dressed in trench coats, hats, and sunglasses watch him from a distance, following his every move. They are Amish. You'll laugh when you hear who it is. Are they Amish, yes or no? No. <laughs> okay. As his private jet takes flight, Giannis dozes off. He does not realize that there is another private jet trailing his plane from a distance. It is then that the jet enters into a wormhole over the Bermuda (laughs) Triangle that sends him into the Looney Tunes universe. Giannis wakes up and discovers that he is a cartoon in a strange new world. Bugs Bunny (laughs) and the rest of the Looney Tunes squad notices the wormhole and they all go to greet Giannis. He is initially shocked, but the Toon Squad pledges to do whatever they can to get Giannis back to his own world. It is then that another wormhole opens above them and six people fall from it. One of them is the Sons and Four guy. <laughs> the Sons the Sons and Four guy approaches the group as he lets out an evil laugh. Sons and Four guy explains that after the 2021 NBA Finals, he made an oath that he would eventually get revenge on Giannis for ruining his dream of a Suns championship. Does he have a name the entire movie, or do they just refer to him as Sons and Four Guy? I don't know his actual name, so his name in the no, movie is I mean, Sons and Four Guy. But that's what the characters are going to refer to him as, as well. Yes, correct? yes. Oh, you're not going to give him his own separate name. No, it's okay. Sons and Four Guy. It's Sons and Four Guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, Sons and Four Guy is explaining his like plan and whatever. Over the years, Sons and Four Guy has recruited a squad of former NBA All-Stars who have never won a championship to challenge Giannis. The members of his squad are Carl Malone. Oh, my Carl- God. 
Uh, guys, I, uh, so I'm drinking a Heineken right now. I just spit it out because <laughs> Dave put Carl uh, Malone in a children's movie. <laughs> Who's the rest of the Toon Squad? Drake Bell and EDP. <laughs> the members of his squad are Carl Malone, oh Charles God. Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller, and Allen Iverson. Man, you got to take Carl out of there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you'll see what happens to Carl. In this cartoon world, this oh. squad has taken the form of ghosts who are haunted from never winning a championship. They name themselves, and this is kind of cheesy, they name themselves the Ghost Squad, and they challenge Giannis to a winner-takes-all game. The Toon Squad all decides to team up with Giannis to help him defeat the Ghost Squad. So, fast forwards a little bit, goes to like the, the main event, the main game. The game starts with Ghost Allen Iverson floating through the air and posterizing Foghorn Leghorn. As Foghorn is down on the ground with an apparent chicken wing injury, Ghost Allen Iverson steps over him. Their main... So, so is, is Foghorn Leghorn played by Tyrone Liu? Yes. <laughs> okay. And um, excuse me, NBA 2016 champion Tyrone will be going. Yes, yes. There, so the Ghost Squad's main abilities include like phasing through the Toon Squad and also floating through the air just to like slam down massive dunks. So Suns and Four Guys having a field day throughout the game and trash talking everyone in the crowd. One of these people that he's trash talking is Pepe Le Pew, who was eventually kicked out of the game by security for pre- previously unknown problems. <laughs> The game We're getting really controversial on this episode. It's not. It, 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 he gets kicked out. The bad people get water coming for them. That's all I'm saying. Dude. Okay. The game continues with the Ghost Squad taking a huge lead at the half, 65 to 5. At the halftime break in the locker room, Giannis remembers his true love for the game and gives an incredible speech to the battered and injured Toon Squad. The Toon Squad comes out in the second half with a renewed energy and slowly start a, co- a small a slow comeback against the ghost squad injuries occur between both teams as both teams were not prepared for a rushed basketball series with 15 seconds left. It is 100 to 99 ghost squad. Everyone on both teams has been injured except for Giannis and Carl Malone. Oh my God. Malone pulls up for a three pointer to put the game away, but is blocked by Giannis into the crowd, which hits sons and four guy knocking him out of the arena. Nets possession, Giannis steals the ball off of ghost Carl Malone. The clock is ticking, and Giannis's net shot would win the game. He goes up for a dunk in slow motion against Carl Malone, completely pulverizes him as he flies out of the arena, and he like it goes in like slow motion as he's about to dunk it. Screen cut the screen cuts to black. And it, fa- it slowly it's like, yeah. What kind of Darren Aronofsky shit are you pitching here, Dave? Hey, the screen slowly fades back to show Giannis walking back out onto the court of an NBA game, like IRL, not cartoon anymore. Okay. Which shows that he did score the game-winning dunk against the Ghost Squad and was able to find his way back to the real world, deciding that he does love the game and is playing another season. Okay. That is Space Jam 3000. That's a lot to take in. So... (laughs) Let's get right off the bat. So Sons and Four Guy is like your Danny DeVito from like yes. the first movie. Okay. <sighs> so what are they called again? The Ghost Squad? Yeah. With Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, Alan Iverson, Barkley, and who? Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Yeah. 
that's a solid well would there be anything from patrick ewing being like oh i've had my talents stolen before i've been here because he was in the first space jam if you recall yes i could definitely definitely mix that into that oh side note have you ever seen the movie um exorcist three uh only the first one not three. okay well there it's a really good sequel but there's a scene in the third one where like they enter some like ghost demon dimension and they're visited by the angel of death and he's just played by patrick ewing what it's like a creepy scene and it's just patrick ewing in this movie and i thought it was hilarious That's and bizarre. apparently would, people don't think it's that funny i would lose my shit laughing if, like in theaters if i saw that yeah no luckily i did not see it in theaters but uh <laughs> yeah just that's the only acting performance that Patrick Ewing had that he did not play Patrick Ewing. But yeah, I, uh, for those of you listening, Dave and I have not read each other's pitches prior to this. So this is me processing everything I just heard. Um, so I'm, I'm in a loss for words. That's <laughs> That's great. I, I like that. Uh, it's ambiguous to see, or the last dunk is ambiguous. So you don't actually see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you do see, uh, Malone get like knocked out of the arena and gets his ass kicked, but he's still like in midair about the dunk, so you don't know what truly happens. Okay. Do, uh. Oh God. So. So also real, for- also real quick, if if you want to crit- criticize me for having uh, Malone in a children's movie, Charles Manson is your main antagonist. Just oh, this is a hard R. Ra- this is a hard rated. Uh- <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Continue. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, I'm still trying to process yours. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I, the, the thing is, I think that could actually get made. The the one thing I probably should have done is probably introduce more of the Toon Squad and given them like more of a role and a little bit more of like an explanation in this plot. But that's all right. Yeah. As, as long as Alan Iverson murders Foghorn Leghorn. Hey, he straight up steps over him in the first play of the game. So does he die? Does Foghorn or Alan Iverson die? Well, I'm assuming Alvin Iverson is dead <laughs> since he's a ghost. Well, no, th- their cartoon forms are ghosts. So did Sons and Four Guys steal their talent, or is that just them? He recruited them in real life, and they were the ones like shadowing him in the airport, and then they went into a private jet that followed him on his on the way to his vacation. And they want to get at Giannis because, because... They're, they're brainwashed or whatever. Well, also, they never won championships before, and Sons and Four basically recruits them to, like, a squad of people who have never won a championship before. Okay, so he's, like, their Samuel L. Jackson in the Avengers. Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, I like I like your movie, and I think it could actually get made if you take out Carl Malone. Not even <laughs> that, like, just Pepe Le Pew, and you're good to go. Hey, he like I said, he does get arrested in the movie. Yes, unlike real life. <laughs> he does get canceled. Just want to just give some context. <laughs> All right, so that is Space Jam 3000. Dave, good job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, thank you. I I spent a lot of time on it. All right, are you ready for mine? All right, I'm ready. Space Jam 3, Jam Sesh. And it starts from where Space Jam 2 leaves off. So I'm going to spoil it for you, but it's not really a spoiler because LeBron does not lose in Space Jam 2. Wow, who would have thought? I know, so that's all you need to know. So Al G. Rhythm, who is played by Don Cheadle, he is distraught out his go- because his goon squad just lost to LeBron James and the Toon Squad, and he goes to Bugs Bunny's bar and he's drinking carrot juice. And he's because <laughs> this is what happens. So he's drinking carrot juice. He's just getting hammered and hammered, and he's ranting about how he's a failure and nobody's listening to him. Like you and Colin. No. <laughs> We've all been there. 
It's not just you. Anyway, so he's ranting and he's like, my life is over. I I hate these Toon Squad. I want revenge on the Toon Squad. And you hear a voice behind him off camera. Did you just say Toon Squad? The camera shows Danny DeVito, except it's not the Danny DeVito character from the first Space Jam because there is like no budget in my movie. He's just painted green and it's Danny DeVito painted green. (laughs) I love it. So the two drink carrot juice and get very drunk and discuss their plot for revenge on the Toon Squad. And at that moment, they realize what they must do. In order to beat the Toon Squad, they must come together romantically. We are shown a graphic romance scene in which green Danny DeVito and Don Cheadle kiss. (laughs) And like, it's an uncomfortable... What type of kiss are we talking about? Like tongue. Oh, no. (laughs) And like, it goes on for a while. And then the screen fades to black nine months later. Don Cheadle is seen in a hospital bed, pregnant, and Danny DeVito tells him to keep pushing. And and out comes a little baby Charles Manson. What? That's how he gets introduced? Yes. And then the opening titles happen. And they're literally just the same opening titles from the first Space Jam with the Quad City DJs. Come on and slam and welcome. Except it's just crime photos from Charlie Manson's murders. Oh, my God. Um. Wow. I. I. Wow. So that this is just the beginning of the movie. <laughs> All right. All right. So now a fully grown Manson realizes that he must do his father's bidding and defeat the Toon Squad. And if there's one thing we know about Charles Manson is that he was a failed musician. He decides not only to steal the mojo from different celebrities to join his band, but also create a new and improved Manson family. The first two people he steals the mojo from, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Oh my gosh. He then steals from Cam Newton, Slash from Guns N' Roses, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Austin Powers, and Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. He puts them, he puts their mojo inside of his robots that he created and to become the Manson family Monstars hybrid called the Manstars. <laughs> oh my, I love it. Let's go. So Charlie and his new family arrive to the Toon world to confront the Looney Tunes. Charlie tells them that his new f- family formed such an amazing band, so amazing, in fact, that the Looney Tunes have 24 hours to prepare for the ultimate battle of the bands, thus Jam Sesh. Oh, wow. If the Tunes are defeated, Space Manson family will take over the entire Looney Tunes universe. Bugs and Daffy discuss who they need to recruit them as both Michael and LeBron are under Manson's control. And they discuss... You know, the merchandise and advertising made from the Space Jam movies, which causes Elmer Fudd to say, what group of people do we know, or like persons, that would be perfect for merchandising with this movie? Who has merchandised themselves so much to be the hero of this story? Kiss. (laughs) This is electric. So my Space Jam 3, the protagonist, are Kiss. Gene, Paul. Yes. Gene, Paul, Peter. And Ace. So the Looney Tunes sneak backstage oh to a kiss concert to a kiss concert and confront the band. Bugs begins to tell them about the situation, but before he finishes, Gene Simmons says, We're in. Law asks why they were so quickly to commit because and they said it was simply for money and profit. So then there's a montage of the band training and Looney Tunes hijinks, blah, blah, blah. Then the battle of the bands. 
Packed House, first up, the Man Stars, and they do a cover of God of Thunder, sung by Michael Jordan. <laughs> now it's personal with Kiss, because they, this is a licensed song, and there's no lawyers in Looney Tunes universe to sue them. So Kiss and the Looney Tunes are like, all right, we, what's, what's something that's going to really pull at the heartstrings? And they do a cover, or, and they Kiss performs Beth with the Looney Tunes. And all of the man stars start crying until Manson yells at them to snap out of it. And it's their turn to perform. And at that moment, the band begins playing Love Gun, which is another stolen song from Kiss with Charlie singing. The crowd is loving it as Don Cheadle and Danny DeVito approach Kiss and explain if their next song isn't totally rocking. Not only will they take control of the Looney Tunes universe, but they also take the copyrights for all of Kiss's discography. The band planned on playing rock and roll all night. However, Lola says they need to go for the kill. Yosemite Sam grabs a guitar and plays a 20-minute <laughs> guitar solo with the whole thing shown. Just an uninterrupted 20-minute guitar solo. And then it begins like repeating into two notes. <laughs> Detroit Rock City is played, and the performance is so astonishing the man stars snap back to the normal their normal selves in the same fashion as the goofy goober song in the spongebob movie needless to say marvin the martian declares kissing the looney tunes the winner causing don Cheadle, danny devito and charles manson to go into a fit of rage lebron and michael come out and kiss makeup with michael as paul and lebron as gene pick up guitars each play riffs killing the three villains when here's the end of the movie when all seems to be happily ever after, Kiss approaches LeBron and Jordan and accuse them of stealing their signature look, setting up Space Jam for the lawsuit. <laughs> so I, it's essentially it's I'm not done, Dave. Yeah. Okay, so oh, sorry, sorry. So this is essentially the Marvel Civil War of the Space Jam universe. Yeah. And then credits. But there's a post-credit scene. A phone rings. You see a hand pick it up in the back of somebody's head. Hello? The Looney Tunes are in trouble. When could you expect to see me? You can't. Clicks the phone. John Cena. <laughs> that is my Space Jam 3. That is insane. Wow. I was not prepared for any of that. <laughs> wow. So... The whole Manstar band are just robotic forms of um, who they took over. It's Michael LeBron, Cam Newton, Slash, uh, Russell Westbrook, Austin Powers, and Eddie Vedder. Okay, that's a solid lineup. Thank you. Wow, I'm I'm trying to take that all in. Freaking kiss, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm giving the people what they want. If the big complaint is that Space Jam is a big, you know, thing just to sell merchandise, who does that better than Kiss? That is true. So, yeah. So, the first Space Jam was Michael, then LeBron, and then Kiss. I'm trying to process that. The I, silence is so strong. I just have, I have the image of green Danny DeVito just in my head right now. Just kissing Don Cheadle. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's a way to kickstart a movie. I think the biggest problem with my movie is that I, I have the most exciting scene in the very first part of the movie. The makeout sesh? The makeout sesh. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this is what I did last night at about 1.30 in the morning. I got to give it to you. That That's pretty solid. Well, I appreciate that, Dave. It means a lot coming from you. I know you said my, plot, my uh, pitch 
could realistically maybe become a movie. Yes. Yours, yours would, but it would have a rated R rating. Oh, without a yeah. Doubt. Yes. I mean, it's hard to pitch to Warner Brothers Studio a children's movie about Charles Manson. Yeah, that, that would be difficult. Yeah. But uh, I think the, I, I want the guy from Mindhunters to play Charles Manson. I, I want a very realistic Charlie in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like my I, I think I like my script. I like my uh, synopsis and Hollywood. If you're listening, I'm free. <laughs> Dave and I both are for Space Jam 3000 and Space Jam 3 Jam Sesh. Wow. That... Yeah, we're both kind of left speechless at each other's. <laughs> Uh, I just was I wasn't ready for that casting. Yeah. Well, uh it goes without being said, but Charles Manson is not around to play himself in yeah. my movie. And even if he was, I probably wouldn't contact him about it. Yeah, yeah. Or I any mean, member. That, that would be tough getting him out of his uh jail situation if he was uh still alive. <laughs> he just do like all of his <laughs> scenes from Zoom in a jail cell. <laughs> Hey, with today's technology, even though I know you said your uh, film was low budget. No, yeah. Um, we, all of the Looney Tunes are just their actual farm animals. So it was like <laughs> an actual rabbit and a duck. And someone just like dubs just voices over them. Yeah, it doesn't even match up with what there was. <laughs> wow. This is a very avant-garde space gym. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. So uh, let us know on Twitter. Whose Space Jam you would prefer between mine and Dave's. And I think that about does it for today's podcast. I think it was a good one. Not as probably not as long as our last one, but I had a good time and I hope hey, you guys did too. We got weird with it and it was fun. That's what matters. Yes, this is the first episode where we got really weird. And I think that's something that people are gonna have to get used to. Yep. It's gonna be like this for now on. So sorry guys. Yes. So yeah, like I said, let us know on Twitter what you guys think. And thank you for listening. Dave, do you have anything else to say to the people? Uh, Just thank you guys for listening. We got a lot of more cool stuff coming up next week and the week after that. And uh, I'm excited. Yes. Next week, Dave is going to debut his series of weird sports history. So you're not going to want to miss that. And yeah, um, go see Space Jam 2, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys very much. You stay classy.